I have a text line where I send out a free daily motivation text to everyone in my community every morning. If you want to get that text, text me at this number right now, 305-384-6894, 305-384-6894, straight to your phone, free, everyday, daily motivation. Send me a text right now. Wherever you're listening to the show, please subscribe to the show so that you are getting notified about every new episode that comes out. And leave a rating of the show so that other people can know about it. We can move up the algorithm so other people can work on their game the same way you're working on your game. Now let's get to it. If it doesn't make sense, throw it away. Great exceptional. Work on your game. I like the approach. Work on your fucking game. Everybody has relates to what Dre's saying in a different way. Work on your game. I like the way he thinks. Work on your fucking game. I like the frameworks that he's put together. Work on your game. And I would highly recommend it to anybody that's trying to work on their game. Work on your fucking game. I think it's a good approach. It's a different approach, too. Hey, you, work on your game. Gave me something really good. Work on your game. DreAllDay.com. And his philosophy makes a lot of sense. Not only work on your game, perfect your craft. Work on your game. He knows how to communicate in such a fabulous way. I can't say it enough. Work on your game. For all listeners of the show, I got to make sure you understand what the next step is and what the next level is in working with me in this work on your game universe that I've built. This podcast is not the last step. This is only the first step. The next step for you is to join me in my Bulletproof Mastermind and in my third day mastermind at workonyourgameuniversity.com. Let me tell you specifically what we work on, and those are both my group and my individual masterminds. First of all, we got to work on mindset. The biggest challenge that many people have, many of you who are listening right now, that is holding you back from the success and the outcomes that you want is not your tactics, is not the strategies you're using, is not a certain app or a certain process or any of that stuff that you think is the problem. The biggest challenge is your mindset because your mindset is what keeps you from seeing what you need to see and thusly doing what you need to do. And that's why you're not being who you need to be. So the biggest thing we work on in all of my mastermind programs, whether you're working in my group mastermind or my one-on-one is we got to work on your mindset and your mentality and your approach. Once we get that down as the foundation on top of that, then we're going to build the strategies. Strategies are what exactly do I do? How exactly do I do it? Then there's the accountability, not only the accountability for you and making sure you're getting things done, but also the accountability of the process, making sure that the process is an accurate formula that is actually getting you to the outcomes that you want so that we can measure the results and how far you're getting or how far away you are. Then there's the execution and making sure that you're doing the same things the same way every time, following the disciplines and following the processes. You can join my masterminds and start working with me directly. This is the very next step. If you're listening to this show and you're ready to go to the next level, the next step is to go to workonyourgameuniversity.com. You can join my group, Bulletproof Mastermind, or you can sign up for a call by clicking the link that says one-on-one coaching and sign up for a call with me. And we can talk about working one-on-one in my third day mastermind. That again is at workonyourgameuniversity.com to work with me directly. That is the next step here. Mindset, strategy, accountability, execution, workonyourgameuniversity.com. My next Work On Your Game live event will be taking place May 5th and 6th, 2022. And this is going to be a virtual event, Thursday and Friday, full day events. And this is specifically for the thought leaders, personal brand builders, and entrepreneurs who want to build your brand, build your business, and you want to finally go full time in your business to where you're at least making enough money to cover your expenses and pay your bills so that you can quit your job and do your thing, your entrepreneurial thing, 
full-time. So this is specifically for those of you who are writing books, selling coaching, selling any type of training, you're selling courses, you're doing workshops, you're doing speaking gigs, live seminars, podcasting, and you want to start making a full-time income from that thing so you can stop doing all the other things and just do your thing full-time and you know the clock is ticking on you, this next Work On Your Game Live is the event for you. So I want you to go to workonyourgame.live. Notice that link, workonyourgame.live. And there you can see the details. This is going to be a two-day event. We're on day one. We're going to cover mindset and strategy. As you all know, the foundation of everything I do, we got to start with the mindset and the strategy so that you know you're working off of accurate formulas that actually work. What are you doing in entrepreneurship? What business are you actually in? What are your frameworks in place? Who are you trying to sell to? Who is your target client? What exactly are you giving them? We're going to cover all of that on day one, in addition to more things. And on day two is application and execution. We're going to talk about putting together your offers. When you're putting yourself out there to the world, how do you put it out in such a way that gets people actually excited about buying what you're selling? How being prolific and putting your name and your brand and your mind and your ideas out there to the world is one of the biggest things you can do to make sure you're consistently generating new leads. In other words, new people who are knowing about what you're offering and excited about getting it. How to name your price. Any of you who's having challenges with pricing and money and getting money out of people, I know exactly why you're having those challenges and we will solve them on day two of working your game live. We're going to talk about the human capital you have in place, meaning the tools and skills, the intangibles that you have in place, what you need to develop and what you need to go get from someone else. We're going to talk codifying your knowledge. How do you take the knowledge that is in your head, get it on paper, so to speak, so that you can actually transfer it and sell it to other people in a systemic way? And we're going to talk about how you're making money because money is one of the biggest challenges for entrepreneurs here. And that's really one of the main outcomes that we want to get here is that you're making the kind of money that you want to make. You no longer have challenges with selling your products and you're no longer holding yourself back with your own negative money mindsets. All of that's going to be covered on day two, which is application and execution. So what I want you to do right now is go to workonyourgame.live. That's workonyourgame.live, L-I-V-E. Get your ticket for this two-day virtual event. That's a Thursday and a Friday. If you can't make it either day, we will have a replay available for everyone who has a ticket. That is going to be May 5th and 6th. I'm covering two full days, mindset and strategy on day one, application and execution on day two. This is specifically for the thought leaders, the brand builders, the coaches, the speakers, the book writers, the seminar deliverers, the speakers, all of you out there who want to make a full-time living from your intellectual property. That is the knowledge that is in your head. You want to turn into products and services that people can pay you for, and you want to do it full-time, but you're not quite there yet. I'm going to help you get there. I know the formulas. I know the systems. I have the process. You join me at workonyourgame.live. I will see you in May, and let's get to getting this money. Workonyourgame.live. You are now tuned into the show where you learn the discipline to show up day after day to do the work, confidence, put yourself out there boldly and authentically and the mental toughness to continue showing up, doing the work, putting yourself out there, even when the success you've expected to achieve is yet to be achieved. And on top of all this, you get to use those of personal initiative, which is the go-getter energy that moves any one of us, including yourself, to go and make things happen instead of waiting for things to happen. And then we put all this together into a series of frameworks, approaches, insights, strategies, and techniques all underneath the umbrella of one unifying philosophy that is called work on your game. My name is Dre Baldwin, also known as Dre All Day, and welcome to the show. And today's topic is when good enough is indeed good enough. Yes, there is a time when being good enough is just good enough. You don't have to go any further. You don't have to do any more. You don't have to do any extra. And I'm going to explain exactly when that time is here today. Now, before I get into that, 
first of all, let me tell everybody, I have a daily motivation text that I send out every single day, free of charge, everyone who's in my text community. You want to receive that text, all you have to do is hit me at the following number, 305-384-6894. That text is going to come every day and is going to guarantee keep you focused, sharp, and on point through your days moving forward. All you got to do is text me again at the same number that I'll be texting you from. My number is 305-384-6894. So make sure you send me a text there. Send it right now while you're listening to this. You're getting the daily motivation text. Now, this topic, when good enough is good enough. The point of this episode here today is to help relieve you of the disease. And yes, this is a disease that many people have. And a this is a disease that people give to themselves. This is not something that you get from somebody breathing on you. This is not something that you get when the weather is warm. This is not genetic. It is something that people choose to give themselves is the disease of perfectionism. Disease of perfectionism is it's not actually really a disease. What it really is, is an excuse that many people use to alleviate themselves of the responsibility for getting things done and moving on to the next thing that needs to get done. They use the excuse of, well, this is not perfect enough. This is not good enough. I can make this better. I can do this at a higher level just so they can focus on doing something that they are comfortable with that's in their comfort zone so they don't have to focus on something that might not be so easy for them or might not be so self-affirming for them, whatever that those other things are that may require a little bit more effort, maybe a little bit more thought and may not come so easily to them. We're going to get into all of that here today. So let's get into our points without any further ado. Point number one, topic once again is when good enough is indeed good enough. Number one, everybody's heard this phrase, how you do anything is how you do everything. Everybody's heard that before. I'm going to challenge this statement. That how you do anything is how you do everything. Because in some ways, yes, it is true. But in many ways, it is not true. In many ways, this saying is the pet excuse of the perfectionist that how you do anything is how you do everything, whether they say it out loud or they're thinking it. They use this as a basically a shield for their own procrastination. So I'm going to keep working on this thing that I'm comfortable with, that I'm good at, that I know exactly what I'm doing, because how I do anything is how I do everything. All the while, something that is much more important, that much more. And when I say important, the definition of that word important means it leads towards the achievement of one of your chief aims in life, one of your goals in life. And you have goals, right? So something that is more important than the thing that you're working on and insisting that you be quote unquote perfect at this other thing is sitting waiting for your attention, but you're not giving any attention to it, probably because it's going to require a little bit more effort, a little bit more focus, a little bit more energy. And maybe you're not as good at this other thing as you are at the thing that you're trying to be perfect at. This is how people use perfectionism as a shield. They use it as a shield for their procrastination to protect themselves. Now, how you do anything is how you do everything can be reflective of a person's approach, but context matters a lot for making such judgments. For example, I personally, I am not responsible for most of the cleaning that takes place in my home. Most of the cleaning that takes place is not done by me. But if I did do the cleaning, I guarantee you, It would not be done nearly as thoroughly as the job that I do in, let's say, breaking down the concepts on this show. I am much more thorough in breaking down the concepts that I talk about here on this mic than I ever would be at mopping the floor or cleaning the bathroom or washing the dishes. I wouldn't be nearly as thorough at doing those things as I am at doing this thing right here. So in this case, how you do anything is how you do everything is absolutely not true. There are a few things in your life for everyone listening to this. There are a few things that you are really, really great at. So there is not a way for you to be at that level of proficiency 
at everything that you do. All right. I can't be at the level of detail and the level of proficiency and the level of being prolific that I go into in doing this show right here or my writing or making videos or the things that I really, really focus on or getting these books into the hands of you readers who are watching this right now or listening to this right now. I can't do everything in my life as thoroughly as I do those things. I, I would not have enough time. There's not enough time in the day for me to be that thorough at everything. Not enough time in the day for me to give that much. I don't have enough brain power or willpower to give that much focus, attention, and mental energy to everything. So when people say how you do anything is how you do everything, it is in some ways semantics. But at the same time, we got to dig into the semantics of things because, again, if people don't dig into those semantics, they start taking these things literally. And again, they're using them as excuses. And I don't I want to remove all excuses from everyone who listens to this show. I don't want you to have any excuses for not doing what you want to do or being who you want to be or having what you want to have. And often the excuses are not because you're trying to give yourself excuses because you've been socialized to believe these things that are not actually true. And once I break them down and eliminate them, now we remove the bullshit. And now you can focus on the real shit, the stuff that will actually help you get to where you want to go. So it's not your fault that you have these beliefs. It's been drilled into your head all these years. Now I'm going to remove them that quickly. It doesn't take me years to remove it. It only take me 20 minutes to remove it, but it took you a lifetime to build it up. So you can't be at the level of proficiency at everything that you are at the things that you're best at. What are the things that you're best at? If you just think about that to yourself, what are the top three things that you do in life or even the top five? All right, you're not going to be as good at thing number 20 on that list as you are as, as thing number two, three, or four on that list. That, that doesn't even make sense. And why would you? Why would you want to be as good at thing number 20 as you are at thing number two? Thing number two is producing a higher ROI than thing number 20. Why would you give equal attention to both of those? That's bad business. That is a poor allocation of resources for you to do that. I told you about your five forms of investment, time, money, attention, energy, focus in episode 609. You can't give equal time, money, attention, energy, focus to everything. What sense would that make? Should I give equal time, money, attention, energy, and focus to cleaning the toilets as I give to recording this show? No, because it doesn't produce the same return on investment. I am not as good at the other thing. Now, could I become good if I focus so much on it? Maybe, but I don't want to. And that matters. <laughs> that matters a whole lot. You need to think about these things. Do not allow your life to be controlled by dogma that someone has drilled into your head you have decided to subscribe to, but you never actually thought about it. You never consciously thought about, does this idea that I keep repeating to myself actually make sense? If it doesn't make sense, throw it away. And it's okay to throw things away if they don't make sense. It's kind of like old food sitting in your refrigerator for a week. It's okay to throw it away. There is more food out there to eat. You eat that old moldy, stale food. It's not going to feed the hungry kids in Africa. So you got to be smart enough and conscious enough and accountable enough to yourself to be able to throw things away that don't actually work and question things that don't actually make sense or question whether everything that you do believe does make sense up to this point. There are a few things you can be proficient at. You're not going to be proficient in everything. So this statement, how you do anything is how you do everything. It does make sense directionally, but it does not make sense literally. Point number two, today's topic, once again, is when good enough is actually good enough. Let's talk about the 80-20 rule. And this is a topic that comes up often here on this show. 80-20 rule is Pareto's principle. It states that 80% of our results come from 20% of our efforts. 80% of our income comes from 20% of the customers. 80% of your happiness comes from 20% of your life. And vice versa, 80% of your actions are producing only 20% of your results. In other words, most of what we do in life, most of our inputs are not really producing anything, but we spend a whole lot, the majority, 80%, of our resources on things that are absolutely actually doing very little for us. 
and the most efficient people, the most productive people, the, the people who are producing results for themselves the most consistently are the people who are best at identifying these 80 and 20 things and focusing on the things that produce the highest ROI and doing less of the things that do not. So somebody, even you, doing a job 80% as well as you could, that is often good enough to keep the ship afloat in the process moving forward. Let me say that one more time. If you are able to do something or get somebody to replace you at something and they can do it 80% as well as you could do it, usually, there are a few exceptions, but usually someone doing something 80% as well as you would do it is often good enough to keep things going and keep the process moving forward. That final 20%, that's the perfection part. Are you you're at 80% efficiency? Now you're like, well, I got to get that last 20%. It got to be, I got to get that last 20% to make it perfect. That last 20% to get to perfection takes up 80% of your time. That's why the 80-20 rule exists because you can get to 80% of what you need with only 20% of your time. That final 20% takes 80% of your time. Is it worth it for you? There may be some areas where it's worth it, but those areas you should be able to count on one hand and you don't even need all your fingers. Everybody got that? For example, I was watching this Facebook docu-series. It was Tom versus Time. It was about Tom Brady, the football player who, as of last I heard, he had retired, but he seems to be kind of holding the line that he might come back. So who knows by the time you hear this? But anyway, in this docu-series, we know Tom Brady's a quarterback, played quarterback for the New England Patriots and the Tampa Bay Bucks. And last, again, last we heard, he retired. It was one offseason. His team had just won the Super Bowl. And he had flew across the country to California, where he's from, and hired a quarterback coach who was helping Tom with his throwing technique. This is after he had already won like five or six or seven Super Bowls. He's hiring a coach and flying across the country to work with the best quarterback out there, maybe one of the greatest players of all time, on his throwing technique. Probably the one thing that Tom Brady, out of all quarterbacks in the NFL, doesn't need any help with, he hired a coach to help him with that. He was trying to get that last 0.001% perfection improvement in that one area where he probably doesn't even need a coach compared to most other quarterbacks out there. That is the last 20% of achievement that takes up 80% of the time. Now, for Tom Brady, that equation makes sense. Why? Because Tom Brady, for as far as we know, the majority of his ROI, his returns on investment, meaning his money, his attention, the things that he gets, the happiness, the accolades, all of that stuff comes from what? His ability to throw that damn football. So he, if he wants to put 80% of his time into getting that last 20% of perfection, that makes sense for him. That's a good business deal for Tom Brady. Is it a good business deal for me? No, because I don't make any money from throwing the football. Is it a good business deal for you? Unless you're a quarterback, probably not. So you need to think about what are the top three areas, no more than three, where it makes sense to put 80% of your resources into getting the last 20% of perfection out of it. And if you can't, anything that doesn't fit in that top three, you should not be putting 80% of your resources into trying to get that last 20% of perfection or goodness or betterness out of it. If you're not making any money from it, you probably shouldn't be. And you don't plan to, or you're not in line to, then you shouldn't be putting 80% of your resources into getting the last 20% out of it. If you are, then you are really unconsciously, baby, using that as an excuse to keep yourself away from the things that you really need to be focused on. It's usually not worth it. This is an important understanding, especially for those of you who are in a position to delegate. What is delegation? It's when you hand a job off to someone other than yourself, usually someone who's probably not going to be as good as you. Maybe they will be. Maybe they'll be better than you, but often they won't be. And here's the reason why this is important, because when you delegate something to another person and you understand this 80-20 rule that 
them doing it 80% as well as you is good enough, then you don't need to be so anxious and looking over their shoulders to make sure that they're doing things at the level that you would do them at. They don't need to be at your level. They just need to do 80% of what you are capable of doing. That's good enough to keep things moving. This doesn't mean that you're going to be lazy. It doesn't mean that they should be lazy, but it also means you're not going to kill yourself over trivialities, which is what a lot of people do, again, as an unconscious excuse to not focus on the more important things. Your job is to pick your battles and you can't battle over everything. Your areas for perfection can't be, quote unquote, everything. You cannot be perfect at everything, folks. I have yet to meet the person who has achieved that. I've yet to meet the person who's perfect at anything. And if anyone even came close, it was usually at one specific thing, like Tom Brady trying to throw that football. Guarantee you he's not close to that level of proficiency at anything else that he does in life other than throwing that football because he put everything into just that one thing. Again, what makes sense for him as a good business move, you can think about that. Think about yourself the exact same way. You can't have a list of things that you're going to be that good at. It is impossible to be great at more than one thing at the same time. It sounds good to say. Yes, it does sound good to say. And a lot of people like to say it. It's bullshit, but that's why I did this episode so you understand that the bullshit that you've been fed and now you've conditioned yourself to repeat, but it doesn't even make sense. And you can't even execute on it. It is not doable. It takes more time and skill to be good at all of these things and be that proficient at everything, like Tom Brady throwing the football, than you even have. Right, you don't have the time to do that. You don't have the effort, energy, attention, or focus to be that good at all of those things at the same time. So what you need to learn to do is leave well enough alone, meaning learn to check the box when you get to 80% proficiency and move on to the next thing so you can get more things done. So any of you who's been challenged with being productive, I get a lot of text messages and people say, well, Dre, I need to get more productive. I need to be more productive. I got to step up my productivity. I'll be more disciplined in getting things done. Here's a quick shortcut for that. Stop spending so much time on each individual thing. Get it to a point that it's good enough and move on to the next thing. That'll solve a lot of your productivity challenges just with that alone. Point number three. Today's topic, once again, is when good enough is indeed good enough. Number three, remember your most valuable resource, which is what? If you listen to me at this show, you should know the answer to this question. What is your most valuable resource? If you don't know the answer to this question, this should explain a lot about your productivity challenges. Your most valuable resource is time. Do not chase perfection and trivial things at the expense of the most important things. Let me repeat that. Do not chase perfection and trivial things at the expense of the most valuable things. We call this hustling backwards. I talked about this in my book, Work on Your Game. When you're focused so much on working so hard at things that aren't even taking you anywhere, just so you can feel like you did something and something that doesn't even matter. All right. Some people call this majoring in minor things. Many people do this. And it's not because they don't logically understand what I just explained. They logically get it. The main reason people do it is because it's easier to chase perfection and trivialities than it is to check the box on the triviality and then move on to focusing your time, attention and energy on big things that require a serious attention and focus investment. Things that might not come so easily to you. Easy to focus on the triviality because the triviality is not hard to do. But what about something that's actually hard for you to do that you actually have to work on and really make your brain go to work. You got to put your brain on the treadmill and really mentally sweat over it. Many people don't want to focus on those things. So instead, they waste all their time on these little things and try to be perfect at them. So they have a built in excuse to not get to the more important thing. Are you doing this? Are you guilty of this? If you are, be honest with yourself. Because on the other side of getting done with a little thing is a big thing. So people use that little thing as an excuse. They procrastinate on the big thing. They never get around to the big thing. And then their excuse is, well, I don't have time. I never get around to things. I got this long list of to-dos. Well, most of the things on your to-do list, 80-20 rule, 
80% of the things in your to-do list is bullshit that if you never did them, it wouldn't matter. So any of you who have a to-do list, I want you to look at it right now. Look at your to-do list. You know you have it within arm's reach. You probably got it on your phone. Look at your to-do list and let me ask you a question. How many items on that to-do list, if you never did them, if you just didn't do them at all, I'm talking not, not do them tomorrow. I'm saying if you didn't do them at all, it wouldn't matter. It would not affect your bottom line. How many items on your to-do list fit that description? I guarantee you, it's just some items on your list that you don't even need to do at all, but you have them on your to-do list and you're going to focus your time and effort and attention on those things. But the big things on that list, the things that really require some real effort and really would affect your bottom line, you ain't focusing on those at all. And then you're telling me you don't have time. Then you're telling me you want to be more productive. Then you're saying you need to be more disciplined. Now you're saying you need to get more things done. Well, of course you do, because you're focusing on bullshit. No wonder you got a problem. So look at your to-do list and ask yourself that question. The people who progress the most and the fastest and the furthest in life are the people who are okay with being good enough at the small things, and then they focus their resources on the big things. Which one are you? Let's recap today's class, which is when good enough is indeed good enough. Point of this is to relieve you of the disease of perfectionism, which is not actually a disease. It's really just a built-in excuse. People use to stay away from more important responsibilities. Point number one, the saying, how you do anything is how you do everything, is true directionally in some ways, but literally it is not because you cannot do everything at the highest level of proficiency. The things that matter the most to you, things that are in your top three, yes, you should be trying to do those as best you possibly can. Anything that's outside of your top three, meaning your top three most marketable skills that produce the highest return on investment, anything outside of those three, yes, three, and might not only be two, might only be one, like Tom Brady. You don't need to be put making those things perfect. Why? Because it doesn't matter. All right. Those aren't the things that affect the bottom line for your life. What are the things that affect the bottom line for your life? You need to know the answer to that so that you know where to focus. If you're doing something that's not in your top three, you don't need to be perfect at it. You need to be good enough at it so you can move on to the thing that's in your top three. You should be spending most of your time on things that are in your top three. That's why the 80-20 rule exists. Point number two, the 80-20 rule. Someone, even you, doing a job 80% as well as you could is often good enough to keep things moving forward. You do not need to be perfect. The last 20%, that perfection that you're trying to get to, will take 80% of your time. That's why this principle exists. So if it's not in your top three, you don't need to put that last 80% of time in to get the last 20% of results. Again, unless you're Tom Brady trying to throw a football. Do not kill yourself over trivialities. Don't be lazy, but don't kill yourself over trivialities. Pick your battles. You cannot be perfect at everything. Check the box that is done and move on. Point number three. Your most valuable resource is time. Do not chase perfection in trivial things. Do not major in minor things, which is what many people do as a built-in unconscious excuse so they don't have to focus on a major thing. The main reason people do this is because it's easier to chase perfection in trivialities than it is to get to the big things that will actually make your brain sweat and make you really focus and do something that you really need to be doing. People who progress the most, the furthest, and the fastest in life are the people who are okay with being good enough at the small shit, and then they focus their resources on the big shit. What are you doing? Three things I want you to do at this point. Number one, text me. Get my daily motivation text. My number is 305-384-6894. Number two, subscribe to get my Bulletproof Bulletin every single month. I'll send you your first issue for free. It is a physical magazine I send out every single month that will reinforce the game that I'm giving out every month. Not, it's not going to be a carbon copy of anything you hear here on this show, but it's going to be up-to-date game every single month to your physical mailbox. Every month you want to get that, I'll get your first issue free. Go to bulletproofbulletin.com. And number three, the next step after reading my books, getting the bulletin, listening to this show, 
is joining my mastermind where you can work with me directly. Go to workonyourgameuniversity.com. That's workonyourgameuniversity.com. You can join my mastermind. Work on your game. Dre all day. I have a text message line now where every single day from my number, I am sending out a text to everyone in my community with a daily motivation message to keep you sharp, focused, and on point to get started and be energized for your day. If you want to receive my daily motivation text, just send a quick text right now to say hello to this number, 305-384-6894. Again, 305-384-6894. Get my daily motivation text straight to your phone free of charge, 305-384-6894.